The book of Luke, chapter 18, verses 31 through 43. And taking the twelve, he said to them, See, we are going up to Jerusalem, and everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be delivered over to the Gentiles, and will be mocked and shamefully treated and spit upon. And after flogging him, they will kill him, and on the third day he will rise. But they understood none of these things. This saying was hidden from them, and they did not grasp what was said. As he drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what this meant. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me recover my sight. And Jesus said to him, Recover your sight, your faith has made you well. And immediately he recovered his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. Mom's Commentary The blind man deeply wanted to see. It was his faith in Jesus that made him well. He must have heard the stories and believed that Jesus had the power to heal. When the moment came, he called out to Jesus, begging for mercy. Even though others criticized and wanted him to be quiet, he did not let them stop him from doing all that he could to have an audience with this healer. And like the children who had also been pushed away, Jesus commanded for this man to be allowed to approach. Their very short and simple interaction changed his life forever. He then followed and glorified God and was a testimony for all who saw him. This story is very symbolic to any other need we have. We can't let people pressure us from boldly approaching God through Christ. We may not literally be blind, but figuratively blind to spiritual things. Or there may be some other habit that needs God's help to be pruned from our lives. Let's ask for his healing, his mercy, and have faith that he can do it if it be his will. Dad's Commentary He will be mocked and shamefully treated and spit upon. It is almost Christmas as I write these words. We are looking forward to having our many sons and daughters and extended family with us this year. We are thinking about the great sacrifice of Jesus coming as a helpless baby and being laid in a manger. It is so humbling and moves my heart to worship. Yet the picture of Christ's crucifixion, and especially the things that this verse describes, being mocked, shamefully treated, spit upon, breaks my heart. What more terrible words can be imagined, treating God the Son with such contempt and abuse? I think of how sad I am these days with several recent times of being treated contemptuously by those I am merely trying to love and serve. In the church or the Hungarian women at Walmart that took advantage of our generosity. It is a million times worse to think of Jesus being treated with such contempt and animosity. To imagine anyone mocking him, shaming him, spitting on him. I can't imagine how the father so patiently endured seeing the one he loves most treated that way.
It makes me want to rise up in righteous anger and stop them by whatever means necessary. Yet in love for his Son that overflows to us, the Father let it happen. The worst part is not how all of those people treated Jesus. It is how I treat him. How often I have treated him with contempt. How often I have mocked him and his word by my thoughts, words, and actions. How often I have treated him and his sacrifice shamefully. How often I have spit on him. The message of Christmas is this. Jesus came to endure the manger and the shame of the cross that God might be justified and we might be justified too. Thank you.